Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. What's happening? Good family. I'm glad you tuned in listening. We made it to another day, another week, another breath. Praise whoever you pray to for giving us life, uh, peace, tranquility. Even if we're not living in it at this very moment, we are of it. We're from it. And... uh we should pass that on We pay it forward You feel me But it's good to be back It's been a, a wonderful Seven days since I last spoke to you So a lot has been going on Touch on a few highlights man You know it's finally getting hot in LA I don't know who's been thinking about coming out here But Crazy I mean they call it June gloom It's very uh, foggy for us in June But Actually it crept into July this year, so even up until maybe about a week ago, it was pretty foggy for at least half the day. Then the sun would break out, and it still wasn't getting into maybe like but the mid-70s, high-70s at the most. So we finally hitting some 80s, got a little bit of the 90s last week, so it feels like summer. Shout out to Childish Gambino, of course. So... Uh, yeah, it's getting hot. I heard all my folks on the East Coast is burning up. So uh, go grab an Icy or something um, and tune in, listen to this, and let's talk for a minute. Let's build. You feel me, baby? Let's get into it. So I saw The Lion King. Went to go see The Lion King on Crenshaw, you know, Baldwin. Baldwin Theaters. Uh, so, you know, wanted to go see it with the people, the good people. And, you know, I went in there like, damn, it's the Lion King. You know, because sometimes when you see stuff as a child, it's just never the same. Like, I used to love the Power Rangers. This is a real thing. I used to love the Power Rangers. And word to everything. We was in college, and I told everybody, I was like, yo, that's one of the best movies of all time. Now, I hadn't seen this joint since I was five. I just remembered it was a great time. I loved it. I loved it. I was like, man, Power Rangers, the movie, is like some of the sickest shit I ever seen, man. So, one day in college, we uh, go to Best Buy. See that shit in the sales section for like eight bucks, five bucks, something like that. So I'm like, hey, yo, let's pull up. It was like 20 deep at the homie Desiree room. So she listening. I know she remember that. We pulled up and was like, yo, we finna watch Power Rangers tonight. Boom. We went there and popped in that shit, man. That was some old bullshit. I was like, damn. I mean, you really, I mean, obviously your mind develops, but it's like some shit you could keep watching as a kid and it feels the same. Like I, you, I could still watch Hey Arnold or some shit like that. Uh, I don't know. All sorts of little shit. Like even uh, The Lion King, Mulan, motherfucking uh, Toy Story, shit like that. Like I still enjoy a lot of those movies when I see them. So it's like, it's weird, but like some of the kitty shit that you watch, like it's just, uh, it's like, man, this one. This some bullshit right here. So I was just hoping, um, you know, it wasn't going to be that. Because I watched Lion King maybe like, last time I watched Lion King was maybe like 10 years ago, dog. It's legit. I seen it maybe like 10 years ago. 
and I was like, uh, I got same thing. I got the DVD, it was the animated one. I was like, all right, cool, and still felt the same way. I was like, man, it's a good ass movie. Cool. Was fucking with Lion King. Um, but now we got the live action version. So I'm like, man, is this finna look corny as fuck with these lions talking? How Beyonce finna sound, Donald Glover. And then the main thing niggas was worried about was these songs. I'm like, is the songs finna slap the same way they did as when I was a kid? Because if I'm not walking through this hole talking about, I just can't wait to be king. And I'm singing my heart out like I already know, like. And scratch that from the jump when that Ada Denue comes on. Like, it has to be amazing, you know? So I, I was like, I was just hoping I wasn't going to be heartbroken. So I went in there. They cheated, but they might have should have cheated for the whole thing. They, uh, ooh, excuse me. They ended up, they replayed or they reused the first song. I don't want to spoil this whole shit for y'all if you didn't see it. But anyway, they reused the first song, the original opening song for this one. So cool. That shit was smooth. It looked just as good. I liked how. They brought the animals forward, all that type of stuff. Like, it was cool. Even the acting was smooth. Acting was smooth. But where it, it, it just, it couldn't live up to the expectation was those songs, yo. It couldn't do it with the songs. The story was pretty much the same, but them them songs. Uh, I was sad, man. I was sad. It's a moment in the Kuna Matata, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, where these ad libs is used, and I almost cried. But as a black race in that movie theater, we all looked at each other like, what the fuck was my man thinking with this one? And the one who did the ad libs is my man. And I'm not even going to say it. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about once you go watch it and you hear Akuna Matata. When that transition from boy to man, you're going to hear it in there and you're going to be like, oh, shit. I don't, I don't know if we should have did that one. But besides that, uh, you know, it wasn't like all the songs was garbage or nothing like that. They just weren't. They weren't what they were for the first one. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not sure. They probably should have just got outside parties, like different people to sing them, but I'm sure egos is way different in this shit now. And you ain't want to rub nobody's feathers the wrong way or whatever, whatever. But yeah, bro, uh, I think, you know, a few of the songs could have been better. But anyway, um, Mahershala Ali. Go see, go see Lion King, by the way. But, yeah. Anyway. Mahershala Ali was announced at Comic-Con as the new Blade. The new Blade. I don't know if you... you, you I don't know if you follow me or rejoicing the way I am. He was announced as the new Blade. The new Blade, baby. Wesley Snipes was the original. Y'all may not know this, but he was the first person... At least in my childhood I don't know about everybody else's Where we really Like he was fucking white people up I had never seen nothing like that before I was like Oh man this black dude is fucking white people up For two hours straight White vampires Fucking them up It was a important time In black history Seeing that man do that 
with grace and elegance, and he kept it black as hell, right? Two classic movies. The third one was, you know, kind of whatever, but Blade 1 and 2, instant classics around the world, and it set a new standard, really, for, uh, you know, black superhero movies. So we got to give Wesley that respect. Dr. Wesley, shout out to him. Um, but Mahershala Ali, great actor, another dude from the Bay, so we're going to give him extra love from the Bay. Mahershala Ali was announced as Blade. I like the look. You know what I'm saying? I think he got that. He got that Blade kind of, because him and, him and Wesley kind of favor even a little bit. But uh, he has that look to him that I think it can be, it, it can work. It's going to be interesting to see how they tie him in with uh, you know, Spider-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy and all that kind of stuff, but they've been doing a good job with it, you know, so far. So we always going to dap up, you know, black excellence, man. Love seeing a black superhero blade. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody else. The white, white man getting paid off for all of that. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm going to see a good movie. Like, miss me with all of that. Like, for real, for real. Like, we... That niggas just want to enjoy the movie, bruh. Like, you're right. We do need black studios. We do need to create our own. I'm all for that. But it's also cool for us to just be able to enjoy some shit. So we just finna enjoy Blade. And we can leave the rest of that shit at home. All right? Cool. Now, the part I am worried about. And I feel like this is a legitimate gripe. I don't want to be, a you know, a Debbie Downer, man. But, um... Marvel, I think if DC was doing it, I, I would trust it more. And a lot of you might be saying, but DC made fucked up movies, yada, 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 yada. All right, cool. Um, this is why I'm a little bit skeptical. I think Mahershala is going to do an excellent job. My thing is going to be the writing. And I'm concerned about the writing because if you watch these Marvel movies, since they've been doing the extended universe and everything is all tied in, these have been very bright. I'm talking about even like the color to where they shot bright. Even Black Panther was a, it was a colorful movie. Uh, Doctor Strange is supposed to be a little bit darker, but that one was a lot of color in it. Like, you know, there's some bright movies. Like, Blade, the reason we loved it, it was dark. It all it felt like horror, which is supposed to be, but it's action and great acting. And it was like serious. We was like, yo, like man, the heads was fucking exploding. Niggas was getting diced and sliced, blew up, shot up. And that's what we loved about it. It brought, it changed the comic book movie uh, uh, um, standard, like for real. Like these, this was like this is just a dope ass movie. So I'm a little concerned. Like Marvel, like they play a lot in their movies, man. Let's just, I mean, let's just keep it funky. Like some of them shits be comedies, and they be cool, but they comedies, like. You don't feel like, you know, you can't really take the shit serious. And, you know, Blade was about his shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting to see if they do it. I, I really hope they bring Wesley in to help with it. I think that'll only be right. 
Uh, like my man Ian, me and him was talking on Twitter the other day, and he said like, "Yo, you know, Wesley helped save fucking Marvel with those movies back in the day, so it's only right they bring him back in some type of capacity." And I hope it's not just with the acting, even though I hope he's in it. I hope it's also um, in some way with the directing, you know, because I really. Really, really want that to be a dark movie, man. Like this, like that, that the first two blades, like I said, was amazing. So we got to see how that happens. But shout out to Mahershala Ali. I think he's gonna do a phenomenal job. Uh, so let's uh, let's 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 show him some respect, man, for all of this work he's been doing. In I'm sure he's ready to get from the back seat of that fucking car in Green Book uh, and hop into some, you know. Some real nigga shit, but Green Book was a good movie though. I don't, I know I'm probably like you like mm, like that shit, but yeah. I mean, yo, I just seen the movie and I liked it, y'all. Damn, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. All right, ASAP Rocky, our boy ASAP. Uh, talked about him a little bit last week, so I'm not gonna dive into what he said before and if he should be uh, like. No, the nigga shouldn't be in jail. Like, let's just. Let's not even play them games. He shouldn't be in jail. All right. So uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West met with Trump last week to try and help him put some pressure on the Swedish, uh, I don't know, prime minister, I guess, to uh, to release uh, ASAP Rocky. And uh, before I go any further with that. I know people want to talk their shit about Kanye West, but uh, him and his wife, man, have been using their relationship with Trump. You know, it's you know, it may seem small to us as a few people, but uh, to those few people they getting out of jail, I'm sure it ain't small. Cause I know for a fact if I was behind jail, uh, nigga, I would be extremely happy about being the couple one some of the couple of people who got out of prison. So. I'm not going to act like one life don't mean shit. So for the people they helping, man, like big shout out to Kanye and Kim Kardashian. I think that's real fly the way they handling it. Um, you know, using their relationship with the president to get some things done. So shout out to them first and foremost. Uh, I think he talked to the Swedish governor or prime minister and they decided to... Uh, keep ASAP for like six more days so I don't know if that was like Friday or Saturday so we'll see what happens I guess around Wednesday, Thursday ish and uh, see if hopefully he gets out and comes back and uh excuse me um if you wonder why y'all know I had a crazy workout bro my body probably need I probably need to take a nap but I'm not gonna do it um so hopefully we'll see if he gets out. Um, what I was about to say is, um, yeah, ASAP. His situation is interesting because I heard uh, apparently he got into the altercation because somebody was messing with somebody he was with. I think it was a girl. They had tried started like physically harassing her, and then him and his peoples went and defended her. Then he ended up getting put in jail or something like that whatever whatever and uh, apparently and we'll talk about it a little bit later this is what happened with Future 
and his bodyguard today. So, mm, yeah, we're going to have to talk about that and these bodyguards. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Let me go back real quick to this Lion King. I'm sorry. I got to do it. So, if you ain't seen it yet, you might want to fast forward for about a minute, a minute and a half, maybe even two. But starting right now, because I'm about to give a spoiler, Scar, this, this nigga was on some other shit, man. How you going to try and take your brother's wife? I was in there watching this joint. I'm like, oh, this is new. And then when he ain't give the homie the, you, you know, he got his brother killed. Uh, I forgot his uh, Mustafa's wife's name, but, you know, he was talking to her. A scar was talking to her and he says, you know, you had your chance to be with me and you chose up on my brother. Now's your real chance, you know, get with a real nigga. And she was like, nah, I ain't trying to do that. And then he said, well, you and the rest of your, of your homegirls ain't going to be able to eat until after my hyenas eat now. I was like, bro, you're not going to, you're not going to, you, you're going to starve the people because your, your brother's wife ain't. It's crazy out here, man. It's crazy, man. Because your brother's wife ain't give you the pussy, bro. You're going to starve them. You're going to starve your race, bro. You're going to starve your race. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we got fast forward, but y'all got to see that. It was it was some black shit that went on in this. Uh, just some just some wild shit that went on in this new Lion King. It, I gave it about a 7.5. 7.5. Yeah, 7.5, 8. 7.5. I'll stick with the 7.5. All right. Anyway, now I've been talking to my folks who've been traveling. If you've been going to the Dominican or Costa Rica, I'm sure you've heard it's been um, a lot, not of talk, but of uh, reporting on deaths of Americans and especially the, the, the Dominican Republic, but Costa Rica as well. And apparently I was just watching the news today. It's because of the alcohol. So uh, they call it tainted moonshine. So apparently it's this long process that the moonshine goes through the alcohol. And apparently you're supposed to throw, I guess, your first batch of it away as you're breaking it down to that point. And uh, what happens if you don't is, uh, I don't know, what the fuck? What was it? Methylene? Methyl something. It's going to be in your first batch uh, Usually they got the highest chance Of it being in there as you're breaking it down So what they've been finding is most of those People who died from America was Because They were drinking fucked up Moonshine so if you are going to the Dominican or Costa Rica Do not drink that shit I, I know most of you Is probably like um, Well I'm going to turn up and have a good time it's a lot of other places to go, but if you still decide to go there, stay away from that. Ooh. That moonshot, dog. You got to stay away from it because they said that's the reason most of these people have been getting killed. And apparently they're supposed to start doing some more research because they believe it's a lot more people than just the Americans dying from it. 
they just haven't been reporting the natives who have been dying from it. So be careful with the alcohol if you're going out there, Dominican, Costa Rica. If you know anybody going out there, make sure you tell them stay away from the alcohol. Uh, they saying it's like the moonshine, I guess, specifically, but I probably wouldn't be drinking none of that shit. But you can have them, you know, do their own little research, but it's out there now. Cool, cool. Tim Duncan. One of the greatest big men of all time, Mr. Fundamental, is returning to the National Basketball Association. But he will not be playing. Not sure if y'all wanted to see that anyway. But he will be returning to the Spurs as an assistant coach. Let's give it up for Tim Duncan. Getting on that goddamn coaching staff. Shout out to him. Shout out to Tim Duncan. Uh, he one of the best dudes to ever play the game, man. And uh, I just hope he upgrades his attire a little bit before he goes there. Because, you know, Tim Duncan, like, you know. Last time we seen him, uh, what was it? it was, I think it was 2014, man. But, you know, his wardrobe was still on some bullshit. So, we're going to have to, uh, I'm sure you, you know, we got to upgrade a little bit. I know it's coaching standards for the, for the coaches or it's, uh, you know, a uh, dress code for the coaches. I mean, so we can't have the big ass baggy ass jeans and motherfucking button down still with the sandals no more. I know that's, you know, there's some West Indian fashion to that and that's cool, but you know, we want to see Tim, you know, suited and booted. You feel me? Even if he come with the, you know, wasn't the linens and shit. We just want to see him a little bit, you know, more dapper. Matter of fact, he might as well call the boy Dapper Dan and really help him get, you know, in his whole bag. You know what I mean? So let's go, Tim Duncan. We excited to see you upgrade the fashion game, upgrade the Spurs bench, and let's really make it happen, man. So shout out to Tim Duncan. Fellas. Now, this is important because this always goes one way. So apparently, Young Dro and his girl uh, were in the house having a, a a disagreement, and they decided to have a little food fight in the house. I can't even say they decided to have a food fight, but words started getting thrown away. Punk ass nigga. Who you think you're talking to? I don't know. I don't know how it started. But they started throwing food. And apparently, you know, Young Dro seen a Tupperware bowl full of the creamiest vanilla wafer-filled banana pudding that you niggas have ever tasted. He grabs this, cocks that shit back like a motherfucking Roger Clemens curveball. Throws that shit clear across the table. Bow! Smacks his girl in the face with the banana pudding. Obviously, this caused the outrage. Neighbors must have heard the shit. Called. Police get there. She says she doesn't want to press charges. Police said they don't give a fuck. Lock him up. Book him. He tries to get out. They find out that uh, apparently, I guess, he uh, has some... You know, back child support that he hasn't paid, like $40,000 or some shit. And they ain't letting him out till he pay at least 10000 of it. Okay, so the moral of this story is, even when you plan, I don't know what happened. 
They could have been playing. They could have really been angry. She could have threw the first slice of fucking meatloaf or a piece of fried chicken, and then he threw the banana pudding second. We don't fucking know, but we know when the fucking police get there, it's only one person who getting put in the back of that car, and it's the fucking man. Now, I don't know how serious it was when it got started, damn it. But I do know this. As soon as he heard them fucking police come up, he should have been out the motherfucking dough. That's it. I know my girl ain't finna. She probably don't want to send me to jail. If she says she ain't want to send me to jail, I'm hope she said she would have let him know some shit like that beforehand. I'm sneaking out the back, going to my man's house. We post up, let the girl take care of it. Mr. Officer wasn't nothing. You know, it's cool. Everything is smooth, you know. Somebody was here earlier, nothing happened. I don't know how she gonna work it out, but let her figure that shit out because it's gonna go in her favor whether she wanted to or not. And now Young Dro is sitting in a prison cell because of some fucking banana pudding that I'm sure was amazing. But his girl was probably talking shit, so he threw that Tupperware bowl across it to make her shut her ass up. I'm just playing. But uh that is what happened though. So Anyway, you know, y'all, you know, it's people starving for food, man. It's 60,000 homeless people in L.A. Don't waste your banana pudding, bro. Send it to L.A. so we could give it to homeless people or something. Stop that shit. That's the moral of the story. All right, cool. Uh, I wanted to. Let me see which one of these. All right, go. don't forget to go check out my book. My Historically Black Purpose That's My Historically Black Purpose Go to the website MyHistoricallyBlackPurpose.com Cop the book Please and thank you uh, We got the audio book, the ebook, Physical book, get sent to your house And lickety split So make sure you get that And tell a friend, spread the word uh, If you got any college buddies Or um People going to school, whether they're in grad school, undergrad, uh, nieces, cousins, brothers, sisters, children who might could use the information. Uh, starting this shit, and um, I shit, I give it to them in middle school, middle school, high school, all of that. Uh, or read it to them, read it to them yourself if they're real, real young. All right. So uh, yeah, spread the word for that book. Go to Imani Shani's YouTube channel. That's Imani Shani, I M A N I S H A N I. Imani Shani on YouTube. Go check her out. Believe that. All right. The greatest motherfucking MC in the history of the game dropped a project that is fuego. Fuego this past week. That man, Nasir Jones, he did a follow-up to the classic original Lost Tapes and brought us Lost Tapes too. Now, like I said, in my opinion, humbly, you know, best to ever do it. Best. B-E-S-T. Best to ever do it. T-B-E. The best ever. Um, you know, and that's my personal opinion. I got the right to have that opinion. That's all I'm saying. But uh, as a hip hop fan, um, everybody, I think if you if you like hip hop, you like bars, you like creativity, 
um, within your music, then I think you will enjoy this um, epic project with production from No ID. My goodness, the RZA, the damn Ar- RZA is the the architect of the damn Wu Tang Clan, bro. And hearing Nas rap over RZA beats, that was like, damn, it's the missing member of the Wu Tang, bro. Like he said that before too, but I was like, yo, he would have slid in perfect with that group. I know they, you know, they from the Shaolin Island, but man, if they would have had one from Queens, it would have been amazing to see how those albums would have sounded with damn Nas on that shit, bro. Both those, at least those first two albums, man, would have been crazy having Nas as a part of the Wu Tang Clan, man. So. It it, it it was dope shit to hear um, Nas and Swiss Beats Has become one of my favorite uh, You know Collaborations I guess From a rapper to producer Like they, they had two really High quality songs on this joint Him and Alchemist haven't missed yet We got to hear him link up with Pete Rock again Pete Rock the Great uh, He linked back up with Pete Rock for two joints and the joint with no ID to end this shit is just fucking incredible. Incredible. Pharrell is on the shit with the Vernon family. I mean, it's just, it's a really great project, man. So I think if you're a fan of hip hop, you're really going to enjoy that. Uh, I'll probably do a very thorough breakdown of this shit once we uh, get the magazine up and running in September again. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be something special But if you love hip hop Go check that out man And um You know You just got to respect that man For what he's done bro This has been over uh, 25 years in the game Remaining relevant In your late 40s Your mid to late 40s Bars 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 Consistently for the last 25 years I don't want to hear shit I don't want to hear shit If these dudes don't got 25 years in the game I don't want to hear it man Like you talking about rapping at the pinnacle Rapping the way nobody else can rap for 25 plus years And having the catalog that you have And never being a mainstream individual In terms of like how your music is Selling like you mainstream But not being a mainstream individual Like you've kept it grimy hip hop uh, you know, for ninety five percent of your damn career, man. So, um, you know, shout out to him. This is the essence of rap with this lost tapes too. I'm enjoying it. Uh, other, I haven't uh, gotten into the Beyonce joint yet. She did one for the Lion King. I'm sure it's uh, phenomenal. I'll check that out. Uh, other shit I've been listening to Freddie Gibbs uh, The Bandana Project With him and Madlib Madlib's turned into one of my favorite producers uh, He uh, That project has been on repeat um, Benny the Butcher The Plugs I Met That's been on repeat um, Oh and just to let y'all know Man it's uh, Bro in your own cities, go check, especially for like my creative individuals. Even if you're not creative, like it's just so beautiful to see art. Um, they got Contact High, which is a hip hop, a visual history of hip hop museum in LA. So if you're here, you should definitely go see it. And it's a catalog of pictures 
from the beginning of hip hop, like pictures taken by photographers, like not the, even just the main pictures, but picture sheets uh, of these rappers, all the probably the best rappers and most famous and your favorites you could think of. Uh, taken throughout the history of hip-hop and put into this museum it's a short 30-minute documentary 25-30 minutes that's phenomenal that they play for you the pictures are amazing and it's just a real uh, pleasure to see and uh, I just had one of those cool RC weekends man I finally got some time to get around and jump around I went to like Two art galleries, uh, two art galleries, and then I did the exhibit, the hip hop exhibit. So man, my uh, I'm feeling very, 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 very creative, man. I hope you guys are letting your juices flow. But do that, man. Dive into different types of uh, damn art, man. I'm going to this uh, Black History joint probably this week, the Soul of a Nation. Uh, you know, go look at some architecture, man. Really just get your mind moving, G. Like, you know, expand your brain. You got to exercise that muscle. Best way to exercise it is to expose it to shit it ain't seen before. Same thing as in the gym. You lifting different weights, doing a different exercise. Expose your brain to some shit it ain't seen before. I'm getting ready to order the world's uh, toughest jigsaw puzzle. I'm probably do that when I go sit down. Um, you know, just do things to keep your mind moving, G. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful life, you know? So make the best of it, mind, body, and spirit. Just keep elevating it, expose it to different things. And uh, I think that's the beauty of it. So wherever you at, like, go check out some art galleries. Go check out some cool exhibits, uh, some museums you might not have checked out. Uh, and, yeah, that's, that's, that's that. But definitely... Uh, take a listen to Nas's Lost Tapes 2 and put on your damn uh, hip-hop helmet and strap that motherfucker on tight when you put it on and just listen to that shit straight through for about five times. And it's going to be uh, it's gonna be special. You dig? All right. Blueface baby, yeah, all right. Um, last topic. So future... If you listening to this, pause this shit right now. Hashtag future or future bodyguard, future bodyguard. And you will proceed to see him get knocked the fuck out. I don't even know where they was at. It might have been at a damn airport or some shit like that. But uh, I guess future was walking ahead of him. And I guess bodyguard has sent future on. Boom. And um, somebody just came up and just straight sucker punched his bodyguard and i think it just might have been the bodyguard in future uh because future got on it looked like it was a few guys and you know i get future wasn't i guess he is he made a business decision he he was like nah i ain't getting involved with that shit so you know his bodyguard was laid the fuck out um and you know that's 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 some bullshit man them dudes you know they deserve to get whatever type of, you know, get back they can get, whether that's getting knocked out by someone, getting snuck by someone, or getting caught up with the feds, either either one. But, you know, it's karma that come back for that shit. Now, the reason I bring this up is, now I know what you do. Like, if it's, if it's your partner, like, and he gets socked and it's 10 people, like, you're not leaving your homeboy. We just all finna get our ass whooped, like, and we're gonna do it together. And we're going to try and hold these motherfuckers off as long as we can, you know. Now, I'm interested to see what y'all think. When the bodyguard gets bodied, like his job, like he gets paid 
to take that motherfucking bullet or to get, you know, he's supposed to get shot for you or body slammed, slapped up, and he's supposed to protect you at all costs. You know, really, he's supposed to be knocking people out. Now, granted, he was outnumbered. Uh, his head wasn't on a swivel because if they was talking shit, I probably I wouldn't have had my fucking back turned to them. That's a motherfucking fact. But, you know, when your bodyguard get bodied, though, is it your responsibility? Like, I don't know how long he's been employed. Like, is this Future's man at this point? Like, is they man's in now? Or do you never get too close with your bodyguard for reasons like this? Because if some shit go down, you don't want to feel no type of way about getting on. Because Future went on across the street while these fools were standing over his bodyguard slumped. And he was, like, texting from the phone and shit. So I'm looking like, damn, can a nigga be cool with you? I mean, he, I mean, he getting paid by Future. So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, he not going to be mad as long as his check come in. But just, you know, as a man, like, <laughs> is it a little bit of him? Like, that's like, hey, bro, I know I'm your bodyguard. But shit, if it was me, I wouldn't let him do that shit to you. You know, and but his future like I know you shouldn't have let you did what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to take that ass whooping. But it's like, you know, is it some integrity or morals that come into this? Or I was like, yo, it's too many of them. If it was one, maybe, but it's mad niggas. So I had to get on. Like, when do you protect? When do you help your bodyguard? Is it only when I your man's? Because I know a couple people that pulled up when. Nipsey has slapped the old boy for his bodyguard, but his bodyguard, like, they like childhood buddies. That's like his man's. Like, and that's why I said what I said. If that's your man, like, your original day one, that's your man's. Like, you're not letting nothing happen to him. Like, you're not letting it happen to him, you know. But as a bodyguard, do you stick up for your bodyguard? Like, is it like that? Or we don't know each other close enough. And then at that point, if your bodyguard get did like that, like, is it is it fucked up to fire him after that? Like, I don't know. I'm asking questions at this point. Like, is it fucked up to fire your bodyguard after he get knocked out or laid out like that? Because even though he's knocked out, technically he did his job. You ain't get hurt. You know what I'm saying? In a weird way, he did what he was supposed to do. He took that bullet. Bow. Laid out, but future is safe. So, do he get to keep his job? Or do you fire him? And, you know, was you supposed to help him in some way, shape, or form? I don't fucking know. I I really don't know. I don't know. But this is why I say motherfuckers need, uh, you know, I think that's why. I think Meek Mill said that shit. I think he said, like, he usually get off-duty. A lot of them do that, dude. They'll have, like, off-duty cops or some shit as their bodyguards because ain't nobody finna press the line with no cop. And a cop got a gun. Like, it's just, you know, it's a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, I'm interested, you know, to see what y'all think about this. But this is why I think, like, yeah, you 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 either need mad security, so you need a whole offensive line worth of them niggas, like, like Floyd Mayweather, like when he do shit, like that's it's it's like five or six of them niggas, and they all look like they play uh, offensive tackle. You need about five or six of them, right? Future looked like he had one. But for my American uh, brothers and sisters, even the ones who not who are just abroad, but if you got that money, man, get get you an offensive line to protect you as the quarterback because some of these niggas out here, boy, is just doing anything, and that's what happened, I guess, with uh, 
ASAP Rocky too is you know some of his people's you know I guess they didn't have the security or maybe they only had one security guard I don't know but dude felt comfortable to do what he did and then they had to jump in and then ASAP is now locked up because he was helping defend him so get that motherfucking security up bro make sure one of them a white man you that's what you need you need to make sure one of them at least is a white man because someone got to talk to the police someone got to talk to the police preferably multiple people so you might need the motherfucking offensive line with a couple white boys that know ufc and three niggas that can at least just fight and then on the other hand you need one corporate looking white man in a suit that's just with you at all times that's ready to fucking snitch on any and who the fuck everybody because he just don't care he just don't care he went to oxford or harvard or yale or some shit and he don't live by the same rules that you niggas is playing with he just knows that somebody did something they wasn't supposed to do and they're fucking going to jail and that's the fucking bottom line of it so that's my sermon for today i really want to hear what y'all got to say so um god damn the bodyguard got bodied so um shit uh have a great rest of your week i hope y'all enjoy this on your morning commute tomorrow spark a little conversation at work you know what i mean and uh you know move forward in peace happiness love and light keep following through uh just chisel at the block every day chisel 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 at the block every day and i promise at some point you're gonna have the circle you was looking to create the pyramid the house the figure whatever it is you're trying to create it'll be there bro you just gotta chisel a little bit every day do not get discouraged don't let the fuck shit uh hop into your spirit uh fuck what they talking about on instagram or twitter or whatever the fuck you're doing just fine keep moving forward and uh you know everything will be all right man so like i said it's a beautiful life and uh you know live it to the fullest all right you heard me love y'all akuna matata peace